So welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and we're talking uh, actually a little college football right now, or actually college football recruiting, and we are on the phone with Patrick Ross, who is the head coach of the Graceland Yellow Jackets in Lamoni. Uh, welcome to the program, Coach. Thank you. Excited to be here. Well, uh, you know, uh, we, we cover all the, the high school action here in uh, particularly southeast Iowa, but uh, small towns across the state and uh uh, we, we're a little bit interesting in what uh, colleges are looking for. What are they looking for in athletes? Uh, they, 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 uh, you got a, a recruiter that kind of uses our podcast to kind of highlight some players, and, and we'd like to know how we could help uh, help do that. But what 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 is a uh, what is a college coach looking for in a high school players? Well, there's there's several things. Okay, so I think the most important thing is we we, we do a really good job of reaching out to high school coaches just to get some feedback from the coach on the players, what they're like, what their habits are, you know, if they're coachable, do they work hard? Uh, because, you know, our level of football, there's obviously you have to have talent. You know, I think there's a, you know, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of colleges in the area, but you know, they, they all have to have talent, a lot of different levels and things like that. But at the end of the day, we all are going to have very good talent. So, so that's the number one thing is we got to look to see who has the talent that, that qualifies them to meet our standard and, and, and that we're going to recruit them. Then we get on the phone with the coach to figure out, hey, what's he like? Does he work hard? Is he a captain? Is he someone you trust? You know, is he, uh, is he going to follow along with the mission of the athletic program and the football program? Uh, so that, that's kind of step two. Then, you know, we, they get past both of those. Now we're going to go ahead, okay, well, where does he fit academically? Can we get him in school? Is he going to qualify for academic scholarship? You know, can we, how are we going to put together that financial component to help the student, you know, get to a, to a place like Graceland? So those are the things that I think are most important to us. And then we look for the intangibles. We want to find tough guys. Our motto is only the tough. So we go through and we kind of do our best job to screen them to make sure that there are kind of guys as far as being tough. Um, we, we want to buy into our culture. When you take over a program like Graceland, who's really struggled. I mean, they've only won probably they might have the longest losing streak in college football history. I'm sorry, in college football to date. Um, right now, I think it was like 30 some ball games. Um, so, so we had to find guys that aren't afraid of that. You know, if they're afraid of that, they like they'd rather just you know go join a team that's getting almost guaranteed you have a chance to playoffs. You go to Northwestern, you go to Morningside, you go to Grandview. That's that's in their minds that wouldn't be great. So I want to find the guy who says, you know what, we're going to go to the playoffs, but I'm going to put a team on my back and I'm going to help this team get to the playoffs. So in the recruiting process, that's what we've been looking for over the last six months. Well, let's talk about where the, the, the rubber meets the road and, and you send in recruits, re- recruiters out. How, how does the recruiting structure work and, and how does they uh, how do they get with a, a kid that plays in Wayland, Iowa or in Cardinal or something like that? Well, you know, things have changed over the last several years as far as on the recruiting side of things. The, the easiest way to actually get yourself recruited and to get in touch with coaches is through Twitter. Every every college football program in America has a Twitter page. So you can get on there and, and you can kind of touch base that way. Um, other than that, you know, it comes down to, you know, you're, you're, our coaches on our staff, we hustle. We're going to get out. We're going to, we're going to get, get in contact with all the high school coaches in the area, find out who they have, you know, what they're, you know, what, what kind of do some, some research on the kids ahead of time. Um, and, and it, you know, and we try to find their Twitters, you know, cause that's a good, that's a good, easy, quick way to communicate. They can then follow our Twitter site and kind of see what we're all about as a coaching staff, kind of how our marketing works and, you know, kind of keep up to date, learn, learn a lot of things about our football program, vice versa. We can check through their social media and their Twitter accounts and Instagram and kind of find out what kind of guy they are. So that's an important presence when, when, when you're going through this recruiting process is, is the social media aspect. You know, it's, it's, and it's changed a lot over the years, uh, but it's probably, 
you know, 80% of the way guys are recruiting these days is just through the social media. And then you obviously you build that relationship. You set your phone calls up, you talk to them, you know, once or twice, once or twice a month during a season. And you, you, you multiply that as you get closer to the winter. And then, you know, you just start to develop that relationship. And eventually the goal is to get them on campus and, and take a look at what, at what we have to offer on our campus and get to know our coaches and our, and our team. Well, it sounds like you're looking for, for mentally tough players. You're looking for high quality, high character players, and you're looking for players with a, a lot of talent. Uh, is there any, uh, I mean, are you, you, you're obviously looking for, you know, offensive line and defensive line and backfield and running backs and quarterbacks and, and the kickers and the whole shebang, aren't you? Yes, we'll, we'll recruit across the board every year. You know, we'll recruit, you know, 20 to 50 guys a year, depending on what our retention is. You know, a lot of us want to have rosters between 120 and 150. You know, by the time retention kicks in, injuries kick in, you need this, you need about that kind of uh, a roster to, to be efficient during the season. Uh, but really, our big emphasis right now, too, is Iowa. You know, when I took over the program here in January, there were nine kids from the state of Iowa on the roster, and that's unacceptable. You know, we need to, we need to get our roster up to 40 to 60% Iowa kids. Um, there's a lot of colleges in Ireland, you know, so that's that's the big thing, too, is there's a lot of places for them to go. And, and Graceland hasn't had a great history the last couple of years in, in having uh, win-loss success. So we're going to we got to change their mindsets. And again, we got here in January this year, so a lot of that recruitment is already done. We missed out on that opportunity. But this year we're making a big push in Iowa and northern Missouri and all those areas that kind of border us. Well, we're, we're out there, uh, my, myself and my staff, we're out there every weekend. Uh, we're talking to coaches. We're eyes on the ground, and I'm telling you, there's a lot of great talent. Uh, oh yeah, and there's it's a rich, it's as rich as the cornfields in Iowa of, of talent for players, and we appreciate you looking at that. And that's uh, our goal. Me and Scotty Melvin, who was our uh, my sports director, is all we want to do is just give get those kids' names out there, and hopefully, some some kid that might have been overlooked will get a chance to play school. Uh, play, play college ball and, and uh, we think there's a lot of them out there and we really appreciate you you looking at it. but let's let's switch over and talk about your team uh, I'll, I'll just go through the team with you first I want to ask you about special teams because sometimes I forget to do about that but how's the team looking on special teams and how important do you value that to a football team? well that's a critical component to, to success especially when you're a new young program like us you can't make big mistakes on special teams because it'll cost you. You know, we're going to be fighting for everything we get, fighting for every yard, fighting for every tackle, and special teams is no different. We've got to put a lot of effort into that. Uh, I can tell you this from an organizational standpoint, we'll be as prepared as anybody in the country with our special teams. You know, we put a lot of emphasis on that. We've got to work on our transitions. You know, that's an important thing, especially early in the year, is making sure guys know where they need to be. You, know, you call a kickoff team, and the guys at the end of the bench not there, and you're hustling to get people on and off a punt team, and you know, penalties happen that way. So, so a huge component of this is to is your organization of your of your special teams. We'll be dynamic. Um, you know, we get a couple of good return guys. You know, we're still we're still evaluating kickers and punters. Um, that's always a, a critical component to having success. And you know, so we're still we'll still got those positions up in the air and we'll probably battle with them through through Thursday to see who the guys are going to be. Well, let's go through the. I like to start in the offensive line, and, and uh, let's talk about your offensive line and your tight ends. Uh, and uh, tell me where you're at on that, and tell me. Uh, how, how big of a part of the game is that for you? Well, you know, it's it's it's, it's crazy because the best teams I've had have always been really good up front. So obviously that's got to be an emphasis. But when you get 11 guys that got to get on sequence, those five guys are really critical to be on the same page as one another. Um, and, and we're going to be good up front. Yeah, actually, that's probably we got, you know, if there's any group on the team that we have more returning 
area of, of from last year's team it would be the alignment with shoot four of our starters were on the team a year ago um and and zay atkins kind of anchors that thing he's our big left tackle quality kid hard worker um those guys but we had to teach them how to how to block our system because they were a you know they were a, a wing t offense double wing offense you know run the football um, every snap essentially and now we're going to be more balanced you know we're going to run in some open sets spread the ball out a little bit rpos you know so those guys had a big learning curve and we've had basically 20 practices to teach them between spring and the and the fall here we've had 20 25 practices to try to prepare them for what what we expect out of them um, but they've done a good job yeah, i feel good about uh, the, the guys we have playing up there Okay, well, let's talk about your fullbacks and your running backs, and uh, you know, uh, who do you got to can exploit some of these holes that maybe the offensive line's opening up? We're going to be pretty. We're pretty thick at running back right now. We're still battling. We got about six guys we think could be, you know, some of the best in the conference. So they're all still battling for positions. Most of those guys are transfers. We, you know, we we left the spring with only one running back from the roster from the year before, and they had a lot. But again, we switched. We said we switched offensive systems, so. There's a lot less. Um, there was you know, they didn't they didn't come back. So we've got we had one come back, and then we brought in some really good transfers that we think are going to compete for the job and be as good as as anybody in the league. Well, let's talk about the quarterback and his uh, wide receivers and uh, that aspect of the game. Uh, what, how how does that look for you? Uh, it looks good. We're young, you know. We're young. I think our our, our the quarterback who's taken the first snap on Saturday will never have taken a college snap. He is a transfer from an FCS school out in Pennsylvania, um, but he is a freshman, 19 years old, and at that position, that's a critical, that's a critical spot. You got to make decisions. We're again, we're uh, an RPO spread type system, and there's a lot of, a lot of um, decisions the quarterback has to make. One before the ball's even snapped. That's not even counting the post snap after everybody starts moving around. Now you got a whole different set of decisions you got to make. So. We put a lot on our quarterbacks to understand what's what's happening um, from your own system, from your offensive system, and understand what the defense is trying to, to 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 make happen there defensively. So we have a lot, but we have some good receivers too. And most of those guys, again, haven't taken many many college snaps at all. Maybe maybe between them all, as receivers on offensive snaps, probably 30 snaps total of college football. So they got a lot of learning to do, but they're you know our our our, our scheme is pretty precise. It's it's, it's well-organized, and the guys will know where to be, and the quarterback does have, you know, our quarterbacks we have a couple good, nice quarterbacks, and they have um, big, strong arms. You know, they they can make most of those we need them to make. Now it's just a matter of getting it sequenced together. Well, let's flip over uh, to the other side of the ball, and again, we'll start at the defensive line. Uh, that's where, again, uh, what I call the rubber meets the road right there. Well, as soon as the ball snapped, uh, that's where the action is. So uh, I think – I think I think the defense front, well, our front seven on defense is going to be outstanding. So it's kind of our defensive, our defensive linemen and our linebackers. I think all of them were really heavy in positions there as far as depth goes. So we did a really good job recruiting those guys to come in because that's kind of the nucleus of your team is those guys up front defensively. And so we're big and aggressive and we're pretty fast up there too. We've got some size at the outside linebacker positions. Um, you know, we got you know the, the only smaller guy we have up there is actually the five A defense player of the year from Missouri. Um, and he's, you know, he's 210, but most of those guys are pretty good size. We're, you know, we're in that 6'1 to 6'3 range, 220 to 240 range at linebacker. So we looked apart there. You know, those guys still got to, to run and hit and do the things they got to do and, and keep themselves within playing within a scheme. Um, but again, our defensive front looks really good. Um, and, and again, all front seven are most likely going to be all, you know, of our, of our, you know, 
14 guys on the two deep. I think only two were on the team a year ago. So it's a lot of new faces. So it's a matter of, of getting team chemistry and coming together. You know, and then we've got a match on the back end. I know defensive backs you're going to talk about next, but we feel, it's, you know, that there's, there's, a good, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> there's a good group of defensive backs there. Again, those are a lot of position battles still going on. Um, but there's a, you know, with our system, it's just if they're in sync together with the front, you know, you're going to mix your mix and match your coverages and your fronts and stunts and blitzes all together. Um, and, and if everybody's doing what they're supposed to do on the same page, we should be able to have a ton of success on defense. Well, it's a lot to ask for a, a new coaching staff and, and several new influx of players to all come together uh, under the same umbrella, I guess. Uh, uh, tell me a little bit about the process of that and, and uh, how you don't really have time to to wait to develop team chemistry. You got to get it done. You got to get it done now. Yeah, nope. That's kind of that's what we had to do. We tried to spend a lot of time outside of the football field together. You know, our guys. We hadn't started school yet, so we did have some extra time to build those relationships. Um, but, you know, you got to be able to do that and, and, and really commit to each other outside of football. You know, and again, we have all new guys, so we're still trying to develop leadership and who those leaders are. We still don't know. So we're working through that process. Our coaching staff's done a great job of taking that role and leading the team until we can kind of develop or figure out who the, the natural leaders on the team are. So that has been our biggest challenge is, is how quickly we can define our leaders and making sure they're the right leaders. And at the same time, you know, kind of consistently moving forward with, with building our culture um, with, with the guys that we have and teaching them, you know, the new guys, our schemes. And so it's been, that's been a lot of work, but also that's the, that's the fun part about what we're doing. Rebuilding a program is fun and exciting that way because we, our job as coaches, we're molding these guys to think how we want the program to think. So the program is, is who we are and who we define it as right now. Yeah. Cause every player comes from a different system and now they're got to come in and learn this system and, and learn how to work together in it. And it uh, does seem like a challenge, but it does seem like you're up to it. Uh, we're talking Graceland football with uh, uh, with the head coach, Patrick Ross, uh, a, a coach that heavily recruits the, the players that we're covering. And, and he, he covets uh, the talent that, that's there in Iowa. Uh, tell us a little bit about the, the conference you're in and the schedule that you've got. Uh, it's the best conference in NAI football from top to bottom. Obviously, you get your good teams up up north there, Morningside and Northwestern. But our conference, Heart of America, is you know from from there's 11 teams from team one to team 11. There's a lot of not a lot of difference in there once you pull Grandview out. Obviously, Grandview's been 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 the monster in our league the last couple of years. Um, so, but it's always good to have a team like that in your league so you get a chance to com- compete with them and see where you are on a national scale. Uh, but we'll, you know, we'll have four or five teams in our conference ranked in the top in the top twenty to start the year. With obviously Grandview will be ranked number two, and then Culver Stockton, Central Memphis, Baker—they're all in the top twenty. Benedictine's receiving votes, so it's a nice conference. It's all pretty regional. Most of them here are here in Missouri and Kansas, and here in Iowa. So uh, it's going to be—it's an exciting conference. I've been in this league before. Right? You know, I took five years off of coaching, but before that, I was at Lindenwood University, where. We were in the MIAA for four or five years, but before that, we were we were in the in the heart of America. So we had a good run here when I was with Lindenwood in the league. Well, let's talk a little bit about your schedule. Uh, uh, maybe some games that you got circled, but kind of go over the schedule and talk about some of them home games where people have an t- opportunity to see you, or maybe some road games where you'll be in Iowa where maybe some people can see you. Yeah, they need to come out and check us out. I think, you know, the first home game is going to be super exciting. Obviously, you know, it starts on the road with Mid-America Nazarene, which they're really consistently 
top program in the league. They, they didn't win as many games last year, but at the end of the day, they're still a top program in this league and in the country. Um, so we got to get down there. And that's really our main focus right now is to figure out how we can beat them. But, you know, our, our schedule's up online. We'd love for any of these high school kids to reach out, high school coaches to reach out. Let us know you want to come. and We would love to have you have you come out and walk the sideline before the game starts, get to, get to see how we warm up, meet our coaches, and then, you know, get a chance to just get start to build that relationship and rapport with each other. So, uh, how can our how can our listeners follow your team through social media, on the radio, through a streaming service, through television? You know, what are the opportunities to follow uh, the Graceland Yellow Jackets? Well, we've got an incredible social media uh, platform. Um, it's I don't even know what to do. let's see what the, the address is. I think it's just Graceland Football, uh, GU Jackets, Graceland Football. <laughs> I'm not sure the exact, but all we gotta do is get on Twitter and punch in LU or. Uh, Graceland University football and it'll come up but we do a good job of promoting you know something on there every couple of days if not every day just letting the kids know we're here let me know what we're thinking get an idea of how our program runs um, our games are all streamed through the heart of America TV channel so they can watch our games live when, when we're playing if they don't get a chance to get out here and just kind of see the level of football we play well that, that that's kind of exciting I'm glad to see that there's a way to stream those games and uh, catch up with what's going on uh well, Coach, it's been a, it's really been a great talk. Is there anything that you didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? Nope, nope. Just that we're you know we're excited to be here in Iowa. We really want to make a presence in the in the state of Iowa. We know there's great players here. There's in, in the state, and so we really need need everyone's help. Coaches helps, players helps to to come out here and help build our program. And you know we're invested in in Iowa, and we're, we're here to we're here to help and give these kids an incredible experience. Our coaching staff is is outstanding. We truly do put the kids first in everything we do. And, you know, a kid comes here, I can, I can, I can promise you this thing is he's going to have an incredible experience playing, playing football and being part of our university. I mean, getting an education is a big thing, you know, and it's a very, very expensive and uh, uh, you can play football and enjoy yourself or maybe, you know, you can uh, save some money on the, the cost of everything. That'd be a good thing. But I'll tell you what, coach, if, if you've got a player, uh, and that's that's you know somewhere in southeast Iowa or something that you're looking at, and you you want somebody that's seen them eyes on. Uh, get a hold of me or Scotty Melvin, my news director, my sports director, and uh, we'll get you some we'll get you some real good information about the players. Yes. We'll help you in any way Perfect. we can. We will absolutely be reaching out because all that stuff helps. It's always good to see you have someone who's seen a lie that you trust that makes good evaluation. So well, we'll definitely take you up on that. I never trust a school that's not surrounded by a cornfield. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I understand so, that. So that's where Scotty and I are, and we're headed with, we're in touch with all the coaches and everything. Thanks for being with us. We really appreciate you. Absolutely. Good luck and have fun this fall. Well, this is Round Guy Radio with news you can use that won't give you the blues. Thanks for listening.